Hello and welcome to Mind and Money Show, where we talk all things mindset, money management and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for good measure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. Boom. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, you caught me leaning on the desk then. Thank you for joining us again. New stools today. Like your new jacket. Like my new jacket. You do look like a bit of a teacher with the um. Oh, with the with the arm patches. For the for those that are listening, he's uh, moving his his left arm, right arm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The ones who are watching can actually see what I'm wearing. But uh, it's all right. It's nothing glamorous to me. Um, to all those new people, because we've got a massive spike in the last few weeks of um listeners and viewers, haven't we? Downloads, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mostly from UK. So all of a sudden. Our reach has um, started to increase yeah. massively. So yeah, uh, yeah. thank you to everyone who has listened in. Uh, do us a massive favour. Uh, click on the, what is it? The like, subscribe, leave a review, and all of the stuff that other people ask you to do as well. It's yeah, exactly. Appreciated. Um, YouTube, you can subscribe and uh, comment, like. Yeah, then you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It depends on where you're listening to it, to be honest. So then when you wake up on a Wednesday morning, your phone goes, bing, and we're there, ready to go. Yeah. Scary, that. With all the insights. So what's been going on? Great news from the Chancellor. Guy, tell you what, they're really doing well, aren't they? Poor Chancellor all has the, lost all the respect. Oh, Rishi must be, must be giggling in the background somewhere. He's counting his um his money, isn't he? Him and his lady wife. Probably uh, got off on a long holiday somewhere expensive. He can well afford it. Um, yeah, so the Chancellor's um, backtracked on his 45% tax, removing the 5% so that even the higher taxpayers of 150k plus are only paying, well, we're going to pay 40%. They've now gone back to 45 so uh, I wonder what else he's going to roll back and have lost all credibility now. Credibility is gone. And the the, 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 the bigger the, the group that shout the loudest get their way in, and I get it with all the crap that's gone on in the world in the last, what, four or five days, it was inevitable that something had to give. Yeah. But um, it's, yeah, you know, you make, you make a decision and then a few days later, you know, the world crashes and... Everyone looks at the short term again, and um, it's it's back to you know go back to the drawing board and change things. But it hasn't helped that the news, as we know it, has incorrectly used words or not used words to put fear in everyone. And by that, when they said the pensions markets were going to fall and collapse and all that, what they didn't do is just put in two two words: either final salary. Or defined benefit, yeah, and it would have made it easier. And we all know that they don't, they they can't sustain uh, for much longer, anyways. Um, so at some stage they are going to have to go, and they're getting yeah. they're getting flushed through the system as people get older. You know, the, the amount of final salary or defined benefits are not there. So you know, in a generation or two, they'll all be gone. But they need to come on Sky, BBC, and all that. That's your job. You need to use the correct wording so as not to frighten so many people. Yeah, but no one wants good news, do they? The news people don't want to put good news out. They're not going to put 
you know, there's not a happy news channel. Well, there probably is actually somewhere. I don't know where that is, but there probably is a thing called the happy news channel. But the problem is good news doesn't sell papers. I know not a lot of people buy papers anymore, but good news doesn't sell papers. So they can't have the positive. That's why it's called negative events world service. So that's actually what news stands for. I don't know whether they realize that, but um, when they invented it, stands for negative events world service there has to be something in the world or you know local that i don't know scared frightened whatever it is um people but we had you know brexit the negativity of believing it we've had covid we've had uh the ukraine uh, war we've had inflation we've had AI interest rates we've the pensions last week oh so this week gonna break but Ukraine war, you know, you keep going back, it's still going on. There's still people dying over there, but it's like, oh, so yesterday's news. Oh, yes, news. yesterday's That's news what, there. What did they say about um, yesterday's news is today's chip chip, um, chip wrapper? You know, yeah, they used to be but, the old days. You know, all that stuff is still going on, hmm. but people are, it sounds hard, but fed up with it. They want new and negative news. They don't want to hear the same repetitive negative news. They want new negative news. And it's, um, it's, it's horrendous. Yeah, I, I, I don't, as you know, I don't particularly watch the news, which actually does catch me out a couple of times because people will ask me something about it and I actually don't know the answer. But the reason I don't watch the news is because it is purely negative. Everything is cyclical. Bad times turn into good times. Good times turn into bad times. We are going through um, a period of, I was say negativity, but it's, it's not the best of times. But we just have to ride out the storm and know that eventually the good times will come back again. They oh, have to. Yeah, 100%. But people's, people's capacity is all short-term now. There's the need for the immediate gratification now, the, the, the chocolate hit now, uh, the Amazon purchase immediately. People need it here and now. They can't, they can't plan. A lot of people cannot plan for the future, you know, two, three, four decades ahead, never mind um, you know, a year or two. So they all have to live in the here and now. Mm. And they can't see that in the future, things are going to get okay. Yeah, they are. And I, I think that, let's see, I think we, we also have short-term memories, don't we, when it comes to things. Uh, but it, it, there's a common question that I keep hearing at the moment, whether it's from clients, friends, I see in the news, but the question is, are, are we going to go into a recession? I know there's a technical uh, way, but we're kind of not there already. <laughs> in, in yeah, I, I can say, I, 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 you know, it, you can go in the technicalities of what a real recession is. But yeah, I, th- I think, let's, let's be real. I think we're in one. I mean, we've got, you know, we've got high inflation, high interest rates, markets are falling. Well, the market's been falling all year. You know, this is, if you're investing in the stock market, if you look at a very minute section of the market, which is the short-term view, markets are down. But if you expand out and look at the long-term view of the markets, they'll, they'll be up, yeah, okay, over the long-term. But people don't look at it like that. But yeah, you know, in reality, yes, we probably are in a recession. For anyone who thinks, are we going to go into one? Well, yeah, we're probably in one. And what does that really mean? Well, not I don't a lot th- for those going forward over the no, next few I, weeks. I, 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 spending for Christmas. I don't think so. And I and I, and I think yeah, things are going to get harder. Things are going to get tighter. But I think sometimes we have to take a bit of responsibility. We've talked about this before. Is that 
we as individuals need to take responsibility. We can blame the banks, we can blame the lenders, but we have to take some responsibility for our own spending. It's so easy to buy fast fashion, fast food. You know, like whilst I'm here now, I could go onto an app and order a Five Guys and a Subway and a McDonald's, have them all delivered to my office whilst I'm on this podcast. With cheese? Well, I can do whatever I want with it. Um, but I can see that Five Guys burger. But that's how easy it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean to do? Do you know what I mean? And like in the past, would people have done that? No, they would have brought their own lunch to work. Maybe they would have popped out to get lunch. But if they were in an area, they couldn't do that. Like we're in an area where the closest actually food-wise. We do have a Greg's across the road. But apart from that, until Greg's came here, there wasn't anywhere to get food around here. Yeah. So you would have had to brought food in yourself. But now I can have whatever I want. I saw the other day someone having downstairs a German kebab delivered. Nice. Yeah. So... You can have whatever you want delivered to this building. And we are technically a little bit out of the way where we are. You know, we're on a bit of an industrial estate. But that just shows. So we have to take some responsibility ourselves for our spending. Yeah. This yeah. is one of the things I'm, I know we're bringing out a webinar in the next <clears throat> um, few days. About, the, and one of the, the slides I think is the difference in, you know, a few decades ago and now. And everything is available right now. Forget about the concept of a previous generation may have saved into a bank account that money to buy the item and not got it on credit. But it's gone even further now that it's it's not even that of having it right now and waiting, getting the money and buying it in a few days through your phone, through apps, through Amazon, through Uber Eats, through Just Eats, through what uh, Car Wow, whatever it may be, you can buy anything from 50p to 50 grand on the swipe of your phone immediately. Uh, and there's a good chance... With a double click on the side, a bit of face yeah, recognition. And there's a, there's a good chance that you will have that item by close of play that day. Mm. Immediate gratification. And not as well as being very, very good, that's also very scary. Yeah. Because people that have a, maybe a compulsive buying disorder that want it right now can overspend immediately without yeah. understanding that. And, and and that's going back to our webinar that we're going to be running up the pension and that, that this wasn't available many, many years ago, where it is now. And everyone wants your money now. Yeah, every yeah. single person, company and organisation... Every app, every social media is money. trying to get your money. So we might be going in or already in a recession, but that ain't going to matter to jots, the old phrase, going into October, November and December because we already see in a lot of the shops um, Halloween stuff and Christmas mm. stuff and people will buy and overspend right now on the hope that they can pay it back yep. in some format next year. So we might be in or going into recession but the spending is not going to decrease in any way whatsoever. No. They're not, but then, and, and, and people will worry about that in January, February, and that's when it becomes quite painful and they'll start seeing the pinch. Um, but I think what we need to bear in mind is that, like, we get a lot of questions asked at the moment, you know, should I be buying this property? Should I be buying this car? Should I be buying this? Should I be buying that? Well, 
that's a lot of that's down to personal preference. You know, if if you're moving house for a reason because you need to buy a bigger house for your family, you need to upsize whatever you're doing, or you're buying it for an investment. Well, that's relevant to you. Now there can be all this noise in the market saying don't buy properties because they're going to go down in value. Okay, now some areas might. If if the housing market does crash, okay, which I don't think is going to happen, okay. Um, yes, some areas are going to go down. But a lot of areas is not really going to affect and it's a paper exercise unless you're planning on doing some property flips whereby you're buying it cheap doing it up and selling it on you're probably just not going to make as much profit on a property flip but you're still going to make some money but if you're buying this house for you and where you want to go and you're doing it for your family because you need to be right near the right schools etc it's just a paper exercise so if you bought that property for three four hundred grand and then in a year's time it's still only worth three, four hundred grand. Does that really matter? Are you actually gonna? Are you, are you trading it? Are you sell it? You know, yeah. are you gonna go and sell a doorknob? Is that what you're planning to do? But if you're not, don't worry about it. It is kind of it, it's all relevant down to your personal situation. Same with a car. If you need a new car because your other one's falling apart, or you're due to change it for company purposes, just carry on. There are so many. Every expert <clears throat> in every field will tell you their area is the best. The franchise person will tell you, don't touch financial planning, don't touch the investment properties, only go into franchises. The property expert will tell you the same thing. The cryptocurrency, oh, I'm gonna show you something in a minute. The cryptocurrency person will tell you the same thing. Everyone is an expert in their own field and you you can't listen to everyone or you can't. You can get all, all the, the right answers on Google, but. What's the right answer of t 20 answers is the right answer for you. And um, let me show you, let me read this out. Um, I got, I saw this uh, yesterday um, or even this morning on a social media. I'm not going to say the person's name because it's not appropriate. Um, getting crypto right is the single most important thing you can do for your finances today. Take the time to get educated. Now, personal what does that, that even mean? Is the single most important thing you can do for your finances today. Okay, well, maybe checking your mortgage, making sure your life insurance is in place, your income protection is in place, you're making the, the most on pension contributions, you're paying the corporation tax, and on and on and on. And again, it's the expert in that field. That's By pay, he's not an expert. Base an armchair expert. I don't know what clue he's doing. Pro pro probably bought crypto in the heyday when it was or when it was low. Luck. Crypto has been luck. Purely luck. Oh, and and I'll, I'll happily stand here and argue that all day with someone. How's your but, crypto going? Oh, my experiment with crypto. <laughs> John, let's actually let's have a look. See if I can see. I might be able to see. But I can tell you what. It ain't gonna be worth anywhere near what it was. Um, <laughs> How much you put in? A hundred quid or? Oh, the app needs to be re-downloaded. We'll do that now. We'll come to that in a second. Um, how much shall I put in? I put £300 in. Expensive um, exercise. Yeah, but I was doing it, I, it. Well, you know what I did as an exercise because so many people were coming to us saying, should I invest in crypto? Um, we were like, well, yes, it can be part of a long-term portfolio, a very small part of it because it's diversification investment. I get that, okay? But you've got to bear in mind it's non-regulated. Um, so therefore, if anything happens, you're not protected. 
And unless you really know what it's... I'm laughing, so just see what it's worth. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> wow, actually. Yeah, let's, uh, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, put it, we'll put this on screen, actually, on the YouTube. I'm, I'm, I, oh, I will wow. share this when I bought it. So I bought £300 worth of crypto in... No, actually, I don't know when it was. When did I buy it? I didn't buy 300 I bought by £300 of it about... I want to say 18 months ago. And my £300 peaked once at £372. But as of today, my £300 is worth £94.29. That's huge. Um, now, I've only, I only did it as an experiment just to show the volatility over a short term because the problem is when you come across a lot of these people in crypto, don't get me wrong, there's some good guys out there who've, play the long game with it and I know some who do that and have done it properly they're going to hold it for the long term even when it was at its peak when it was $62,000 or whatever it was they still didn't cash in and they're, and they're obviously down now because it's probably worth around about um, I think under $20,000 or £20,000 however you look at it um, there's some good guys who kind of know what they're doing and played the long game been in for a long time but then there's others who've been lucky with it and now they kind of tell everyone this is how you do it and they got everyone to invest the peak and people have lost a lot of money. Because you'll actually find with a lot of these crypto guys is that they've all gone a little bit quiet at the moment because, excuse the term, the arse dropped out of the market. Um, but actually, let's have a look what crypto is worth today. While you're looking for that, um, I spoke to somebody we both know and we played golf with this person. 19. 19,000. We played golf with this person some time ago. And if you remember, uh, the person said, oh, um, I just want to get your opinion. I've just just thrown in 10 grand into crypto. Mm. And remember it was on the second hole um, in a golf course in Cardiff. And we both went, what the are you doing? Get that money out. And he took it out immediately. And he said, uh, I spoke to him the other day and he said, he's constantly looking and it's down to about three grand. He also said, oh, I'm doing a house up. It's gone over budget a bit, but skips and uh, grabbers for the back garden said cost me over 10 grand. And with that, I went, well, isn't that a good thing? Because that's just all the crypto money that I saved you by taking it out. You went, oh, fair point. Yeah. So he invested, invest, I <laughs> invested, he, he inserted money into crypto. Um, I don't think it's investing and um, had no idea. And he said, on that second note, well, everyone else is talking about it and at it. I just thought I'd give it a go. Ten grand. Yeah, yeah. Ten grand that a person could not afford to lose. Um, but yeah, like you say, it was all the rage back then. It doesn't seem to be now. It's a bit like toilet paper um, back in March or April 2020. Mm. It was all the rage. You were paying a shell before. You can sell it for a Yeah, and, and, I, and I kind of think that. So that, the reason I did that was an experiment to kind of show clients who wanted to try and play with it that you know they these are people who would probably struggle with a 10 15 percent drop in a regulated investment but were happy to put something into a non-regulated investment they know absolutely nothing about apart from what they see in the online not so much in the papers um which would have dropped what 60 odd percent I mean, which is which is huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if if you think I've had a two hundred thousand two hundred pound drop, so you calculate that 
So my three hundred pound, if you said that was thirty thousand, yeah, that's yeah. when the numbers start to yeah, or three hundred thousand. So your thirty thousand today would be worth nine thousand four hundred. Yeah, your three hundred thousand would be worth ninety four thousand. It's life changing. And your three million would be worth nine hundred forty thousand. Yeah. So if we put that in perspective, that's what we're kind of talking about. You know, but if you were in a regular invest, yes, regular investments then, they're probably down about 10% at the moment, okay? So let's talk about that. So if you had 30,000 pound, it'd be down to 27,000. If you had 300,000, it'd be down to 270,000. If you had 3 million, it'd be down to 2.7 million. People have the view that they see crypto, and so many people we've spoken to have said this, that it's just a bit of fun. So from that regard, and I know you've got one or two clients that have gone in and they've, they've done well, they've used a small portion of the portfolio. I have no issue with cryptocurrencies as your plaything. So if you want to put 300 quid in, it's no different than going to the horses. I have absolutely no idea about a horse. I know it's got a front, a back and four legs. That's it. So if I go yeah. to Cheltenham with 200 quid, I'm coming home with zero. That's my gambling. So for me, I kind of look at crypto the same way. If you want to have a bit of fun and see it go up and down, do the same as the horses. Know what, what you can you can gamble. Know that if you lose it, it's not life-changing. But if you win, you know, it's not going to be life-changing either. Yeah. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. So the, you know, have your have your crypto if you want, but don't hang your hat on it. We're not saying, you know, we do financial planning. We don't believe in one asset class. Have your buy-to-lets. Have your rental income. Have your pensions. Have your GIAs, have your bonds, have your ISIS, have your cash. It's a diverse portfolio yeah. so that when something is going right, something else is going wrong and it, you don't have the massive fall. So crypto, absolutely fine if you want a bit of fun. But you know you can't base your future planning on it because as you see, it's so bloody volatile that a, a one-day fall by Elon Musk saying something can wipe a shed load off it. Yeah. Because and it's the other thing that people don't realise. <clears throat> so let us take crypto as an example, right? And we're not just beating up on that. But if my crypto was worth hundred thousand today, uh, sorry, three hundred thousand, three hundred pound when I bought it, yeah, okay, and it drops fifty percent, yeah. So what's it worth then? One hundred and fifty pound, okay. What people don't realise is it doesn't have to go back up by. 50% because you lost it to get yourself back to 300. Because 50% of 150 is? 75. Yeah. So it actually has to go back up 100%. So you've lost 50, but to actually get yourself back to square one, you've got to go up 100%. Okay, so we've deviated a lot today from... from um... So your your actual money you might have dropped 50 but to get you back to square one i'm not making a profit i'm over square one your 150 pound or hundred and fifty thousand pound in crypto to go back up to square one where it was at 300 is gonna to have to go up a hundred percent growth and it might and it might yeah but then it can also go down further yeah, don't know when. So if it, if it so is, you also go another half if it's the fun money which actually is where mine's heading at the moment yeah. is another half if it's the fun money Good and well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just leave it alone. But if you it, just leave it alone, as you say, if you've it. done your three hundred thousand in but, to buy the six hundred thousand pounds home, you you cannot yeah. gamble that money. And, and anyone out there who says they know how to make money on crypto by trying to time the market, it's just lying. And, and and that's the honest truth. No one can time the market. No one's got a crystal ball. 
No one knows exactly what's going to happen with crypto, you know. But yeah, okay, there's probably a bit of insider trading. There's no doubt that's what um, all the Elon Musk did. Do you know what I mean? Like he 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 knew that by doing what he was doing was going to actually help out some sort of other investment that he had to make money because he's not stupid. That guy is clever. You're probably one of the most probably one of the cleverest people in the world. I'm inclined to say when it comes to business and whatever he's kind of doing, but um, he would have had an, a motive behind what he did. Get back to recession. We know how to invest in crypto. But what should we do? You just keep doing what we're doing, and just you just got to be kind of careful. And new good times will come. We'll get through this, and they will pass. You know, and 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 this is something that we say to business owners all the time because what will happen when we hit a recession is people will stop spending on their ad spend, will stop marketing, will stop advertising. These are the times you've got to ramp it up. Yeah. So actually, you've got to think positive when you go into a recession. Absolutely. What can I do to make things better for myself? Don't bury your head in the sand. How can I make things different? How can I be positive? And I think that's what we've got to be positive. I know we're talking about a recession, and it's probably not the nicest thing, but we've got to think of the positive angles. And what can we do to make ourselves better? And how can we come out of this in a better light? As you say, even as a business, you know, you go to the a small business, the small stores and markets at Christmas are going to be up soon. You have to be very positive and go out sell your items because people will spend and there's still money might be borrowed money around um, and there will be there will be a business to, people's businesses will grow over the next 12 or 14 weeks even though it's almost a negative thing you're, you're going in or are in a recession but you're actually going to make money because it's going to be a, a false small term economy because it's Christmas it's Halloween it's all of these yeah. type of, mm-hmm. you start a Christmas shopping yet? nah so the 24th of December is all about I was out. Or 23rd. Right. I, 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 we'll finish this in a positive note. I was out shopping on Saturday. Me and the, the boy were out doing our, uh, daily, our Saturday thing. We saw some Halloween stuff, but there was also Christmas decorations. Yeah, well, I saw John Lewis on Sunday. Oh, they, already, they had all the things laid out ready for where their Christmas displays I put up Christmas them. decorations now about loud in our house. Would you? Yeah, absolutely. So it, it just brings now, happiness. So my birthday is 28th of November. Um, so I don't think anything should go up until... Past my birthday, just being selfish. I know my dad doesn't. We always have a house decorated, but usually that happens before my birthday. I know my dad doesn't listen to this, so he he doesn't doesn't care. And I remember at home, we'd be we'd be lucky if we got the decorations down from our attic on the twenty third of December. Really? Yeah. Oh no, we'll go we'll go early December, but um, but not any kind of early. See, it just brings happiness and joy. Granted, you can't put the, the lights on the tree now, you know. We'll put the lights on outside. We'll put the lights on outside. Oh, early, your like, electricity so bill is just going to go like that now, you know. Cost of, cost of living. Yeah. We, we won't or be the, we won't be cost the, of lifestyle. We won't be on the National Lampoon's lights this year. If you've seen that film, you'll understand. Good old Clark W. Griswold. <laughs> Watch it. National Lampoon's greatest Christmas film ever. Don't forget now. What is it? Like? Subscribe, leave a comment. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.